Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of Tell It All with your host, Doriani Godoy. What is up, guys? How are y'all doing? I hope you guys are having an amazing week. Disclaimer before I even try to go into this episode, if you guys hear any chair moving, any noise in the background, anything at all, just know that I do not have a studio and I am in my home and I'm trying really hard to be quiet, but I can't help the background noises, but uh, yeah. Okay guys, so today I was not planning on talking about this at all. I actually was going to talk about a different thing that I guess I'll probably film for next week. But I was literally just talking to the Lord and I had this thought pop up in my head and I was like, oh yeah, that would be such a good topic to talk about for next week. And I have not been able to get it out of my head. I literally have been sitting here um, like preparing myself for the episode and I was like, no, why the frick would I talk about that if that's not what I was going to talk about this week. But the Lord is persistent, very persistent when he wants something to be done. So now I just have to be like, okay, Jesus, whatever you want me to say, you better put it in my brain because I am 0% prepared for this topic right now, literally. So what is up? We are going to talk about community. What am I going to talk about? I don't know. (laughs) So obviously one of the biggest points about community is the fact that we need it, especially in this very difficult time during Corona. Community is one of the most important aspects of our lives. We are not meant to be alone. We are not meant to do life by ourselves Rather, it comes to like, you know, a significant other or a friend or doing, you know, life with a family member or anything like that. Like community is so freaking important. And if you are not plugged in to a community or like a church or a group of girls and guys who pour into you, then you are doing life wrong. And the first thing you need to do right now is look for a church or a group of people that you can hang out with that will make your life a lot better. So, you know, one of the things that people always say is like, you truly are what your friends are. So like, you're like, you make up, like you have grow a lot of the habits of the three closest people around you. So you always have to think about like, what the three closest people around you have to offer. Is it you know, are they Christ-centered or are they, you know, outgoing? Are they ambitious? Do they push you to do your best or do they pull you back? Does their, like, you know, bad energy or their, like, lack of motivation for life, does that affect you? Does that pour into you, into your life? Um, I think one of the biggest issues we have here, like, every single day, not every single day, but, like, our day-to-day lives is that, we don't really ever think about who surrounds us. So as humans, obviously, we're always so obsessed with like being in community because that's truly what we're called to do is to be in community. But we don't really analyze and think about the people that we're letting in. I mean, some of us might, some of you might, you might be like, oh, I have a checklist. And if they don't like, you know, check off the dots or the boxes, then 
whatever. I'm not going to be their friend. But I know for me, a lot of times, like, I don't do that thing. Like, I don't, I don't just say, well, you know, my friends have to be this, 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 and this, because I know that this will make me better or add to my life or be consistent or whatever the situation is, you know, but I think that that is important for us to do. Not that we should just like cut people off and not love them because that's not what I'm trying to say, but we definitely should be very aware and consider, you know, what types of people we truly get connected with. Like, does that person who you're talking to or the person or like your friend group, do they push you to do your best? Do they push you to get connected with the Lord or get connected with yourself or do they push you and remind you that, you know, life isn't all about dating or about life isn't all about money or life isn't all about, you know, just traveling. Like life has so many beautiful aspects. Does, do they motivate you to have that type of mentality, like to push you forward? Or does that person or that group pull you back and pull you into like a very, you know, dumpster-like life if that makes sense like push you into a hole where you just are like literally you know ruining your life you know so and I think that that's that's definitely been so so evident in my life when I was in high school I had the most amazing friends like I literally am so blessed by a lot of I'm still friends with a lot of them but in high school I made a group um of friends that were not good for me guys like literally brought me down the worst path ever like literally okay don't think the worst now okay I'm, I'm thinking the worst and so you shouldn't be <laughs> like I'm thinking that you're thinking the worst and do not think it because okay it's not that bad but it's definitely not in the same path that I was that I'm in now but like they them like me becoming friends with them so I like I don't want to talk about it but I will because I promised myself that I would be vulnerable but these people like did drugs and they smoked and they you know drank a lot of alcohol and didn't care to you know like didn't have a relationship with Christ didn't care about anything that was going on in their lives like literally didn't care about school didn't care about respecting people didn't care about you know like I don't even know just being like like they were authentic but authentically horrible (laughs) like literally they were not um ever pushing me in the right direction like I was going out with them from like Thursday to Sunday I wasn't caring about school but then I was caring about school because if you know anything about me I'm like literally always stressed about school but and like getting good grades and like stuff like that but like I literally was stressed about school but also didn't care about school because I was so worried and so wrapped up in this friend group of mine that all they ever wanted to do was like drink and like smoke and do drugs and all that stuff like I didn't like participate in all the things that they did but I did just watch because I was like well they're my friends like why would I ever let them go like they're just I love them so much they they're so amazing and in reality it was like they're actually not a good pair like group group of people for me they were not the right type of people that were supposed to be in my life they were not you know they weren't they weren't bringing me closer to God they actually were bringing me even further away from the Lord and you know I started changing my friend groups I started leaving my friends behind because so many of my friends literally told me like Dory like they are so bad for you why are you doing this why are you friends with them 
and all of them were like, you know, they were like being honest with me. And I was just like, no, what are you doing? Like, you don't know anything about them. Like you have no idea what they've done for me and what they, what they've put me or like what they've helped me get through or whatever. When in reality, a lot of the situations that I was putting myself in was literally because of them, like literally because of them. So it's just, it's crazy. Like I look back at that time in my life and I say, like, what was I doing? I wasn't doing anything with my life because the people around me didn't have the motivation to go to school and to get good grades and to have a future and have, you know, a prosperous life. I know that they don't, you know, like they didn't care about other people. Like they only cared about, you know, who benefited them they didn't have good relationships with their family members they barely had good friendships with each other so it was just like those type of people were pouring into my life so I was literally the worst version of myself like it was so bad I lost all my friends like it was it was just a very dark moment in my life but out of that I learned what type of friends I don't necessarily want and what type of friends aren't good for me and coming from that type of place just reminds me like It is so important who you surround yourself with. You know, it is so important who you allow to pour into your life on the daily. Who is pouring into your life and what they're pouring into it. Because if your friends are doing nothing but bringing negativity, bringing like literally just a bunch of baggage and a bunch of everything into your life... That will be very hard for your friendship to flourish when you both have so much now that you have to like deal with because she's just he or she's just going to bring you down. Not that I'm saying at all, like if they're having issues and they have like past issues and past traumas that you're like, oh, well, you have a trauma and this makes you act like this, whatever. Like, I don't care about you. No, definitely not. But you always you do have to like realize what types of friends you need to be in your life and what types of friends are worth being in your life. And so, you know, as a Christian standpoint, like you really have to think and pray to the Lord that he gives you friends who are authentic, who are loyal, who are kind, who are sweet and who are understanding, who like cherish you and put the time in and really put in the effort and you know for me it's like it's really been a journey of like ups and downs like I said before like I had really bad friends and then when I got saved you know I had to go through a period where I really had to distance myself from people and then I went through a period of loneliness where I literally was like what the heck like lord I have no friends all my friends left me because I wasn't willing to put myself out there anymore I wasn't willing to go out and party I wasn't willing to you know drink or whatever the situation is in that moment I was like so lost in myself and I was just like I don't know I'm just trying to better my relationship with Christ I don't know what y'all are doing and my friends were like Dory doesn't understand us she just judges us now because no one really understood like what I was going through mentally because in that moment I had decided like oh well you know I'm I can't be around this right now because this is what I was doing before I was saved. So like, I don't want to be triggered. And so they literally just like left me and I was alone for like, I think it was about a month or two. This was like during my senior year. And I remember um, hearing something like a sermon about how 
you know, sometimes the Lord puts us in situations where we do like we are lonely just so that he can shape us and better our relationship with him and he can, you know, grow that love that you have for him and that's exactly what I did I was so focused on the Lord and I would pray I would be like Jesus like I'm so lonely like guys I literally didn't even have like I didn't have people to sit with like at the freaking table like at school I literally would sit with people who I'm pretty sure like never even liked me But I was, like, in such a weird season of loneliness. And I was just, like, I can't sit with my other friends because they don't want to sit with me because I'm not, like, up to their level anymore. But, you know, in that season, the Lord grew me. And then I literally met such amazing girls in that journey. And, like, you know, I don't talk to all of them anymore. But there's a couple I have in mind um, that I still talk to that I'm still so blessed to have as a friend's sorry guys, um, that I'm still so blessed to have as friends, so blessed to have in my life. And, you know, because of my patientness and my waiting and, you know, my, my trust in him, I really got to meet the most amazing people. Um, and so if you're guys, I told you, I have no idea what I was supposed to say during this time. So I really hope that something is sticking with you guys because I prayed to the Lord that he would just speak over my brain and just really help me kind of, I was not planning on talking about any of this, but today, but here we are. But yeah, so going back to that. So, you know, the Lord really took that time to build us, like my relationship with him. And then he segwayed my, segwayed, segwayed. I literally suck at speaking English. <laughs> I speak at, suck at speaking everything. But he segued into having relationships and finding these friendships. And then really just like after I trusted him with that, I just, I don't even know. Like I cannot even say how thankful I am for the amount of friendships that I've had um, throughout, you know, after that time of that time period of loneliness. I have made the most amazing friends and I have only allowed people who will push my relationship with Christ and will literally like motivate me and and not just like obviously like my relationship with Christ but not just that like motivate me career wise motivate me dream wise like will literally make me be a better person into my life because of my past experiences with other people. And if right now you're in a season where you're friends with people who do nothing but bring you down or you have a friend that maybe she doesn't put in the effort and you feel like you're always putting in the effort, you're always doing this, you're always putting yourself out there, planning it, never flaking, always trying your hardest, I want you to know right now, and this might be a little bit hard to hear, I want you to walk away and find the people who truly do fill you up. Because, you know, rather it means like one person or a group. Because you need to find the people who will push you to be the best version of yourself and the person who will push you in your relationship with Christ, who will challenge you. Because it's not all flowers. It's not all roses. It's not all like sunshines and flowers up in this. Like literally life is hard and so is, you know, having a relationship with Christ in such a like secular world. And so 
you really have to find the people who are willing to be completely honest with you about literally everything. Rather, it comes to whatever, you know, secular thing you might be going through or whatever religious or like, I guess like Christian or whatever the situation is, like whatever, like you're going on with your relationship with Christ um, because it's very important. And it's also so important to have those people who pray over you, who invite you in, who just really bring the best side of you in all of the aspects of your life. So my thing for you is like, do not settle in those friendships and those sucky friendships. Don't settle for people who aren't worth your time. Find a community of people and a f- and f- personal friends like BFS who will add to your life, who will motivate you and who will um, help you with your relationship with Christ. And you know, guys, I want you to know that like seasons of loneliness are not just, you know, just, oh, okay. Like one time it happened. No, like it literally happens maybe like multiple times during your life or one time during your life, whatever it looks like, but it literally happens. And I want you to know, you know, as we're speaking about community and wanting to go out there and like, you know, wanting to put yourself out there, like it it will happen. It might happen again. It might not happen again. But like for me, it did happen again. You know, my season of loneliness happened whenever I was here in Texas, when I moved over um, in that transition period of like, I think it was like, yeah, it was like July, August, September, October. Those four months were probably one of the loneliest months of my entire, like of like the longest months. Because in my senior year, I think it was like two months, but I was so lonely for those two, those, I said two years, for those four months. Like I literally was craving community, like craving it. And I would literally cry and be like, I don't understand why I'm so alone. Like all this stuff so much that if a lot of, you know, like I ended up going to Venezuela and Colombia last year. And that was the reason for it. I mean, other than the fact that I wanted to travel and I wasn't in school and I didn't have any responsibilities. So I was like, well, why the frick not? But being in that season of loneliness, I literally ran from it. (laughs) Like I ran from that season because I was so scared of it. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. And I booked a flight and I left y'all. But honestly, it wasn't just that. Like I had been wanting to go back since the day I landed back in the States just because I feel like a week, I think I went for like a week and a half and it wasn't enough. But besides the point. So, um... You know, when I came back to Texas, I didn't want to go to my young adults thing at church because I was like, no, like I'm not, I can't, like I, I, I'm i not going to make any friends. No one's going to want to talk to me, like all this stuff. And I literally just prayed about it. And I really felt like the Lord was saying, you need to go, you need to go, stop holding back, stop holding back. Like you have to go. Um, and it just really convinced me, like I was so not going to do it. Um, I had started a new job and I was exhausted like after it but um, I remember shout out to my girl Lacey gosh I love you Lacey if you're listening to this I love you Um, I remember I grabbed dinner like they were like giving food and I sat at the table by myself and I literally was like 
uh oh, like this is not gonna be okay. Like I'm not gonna make any friends. This is gonna be terrible. And I remember her beautiful smile and her coming up to me and literally being like, hi, what's your name? And I was like, my name is Dory. And, you know, and I was like, what's your name? And she was like, my name is Lacey. And we just had like such an authentic conversation. And I was just like blown away. I was like, what? Like she literally was like basically God sent y'all like God sent because if I would have walked out of that like day if I would have walked out of that um like worship night and I hadn't talked to a single soul I told myself I wouldn't go back like I literally told myself if I walk out of this worship service and no one talks to me or like I don't connect with anyone I will not be coming back and I literally like okay stop I'm getting teary eyed (laughs) I'm telling myself to stop because I don't want to get teary eyed Um, but I came back And I remember running into someone that Sunday and I said, I ran, I just was sitting like after this experience with Lacey, I literally sat, I don't know what I'm talking about this, but here we are. I sat behind, I sat in my same role that I sit every single week where I used to, because I don't go to that, that specific campus anymore. Um, We opened like another campus and now I'm going there. I sat in that role and Nikeo if you guys, a lot of you do know him, but his mom was sitting in front of the, and she was just talking with a bunch of people. Um, and she turns around to me and we start talking and I tell her about how it's been super hard to make friends, all this stuff. And she literally connects me. She's like, I'm going to tell my son to keep an eye out for you so that you guys can, you know, he can help you connect with like other people and like all that stuff. And the next, and so then I went again the next week and I saw Lacey and then I saw him and then I started connecting with people and I literally like I don't want to cry this is so stupid (laughs) you know the good thing about filming like recording this is that you guys don't have to see my face or whatever I don't have to look good but um I but literally I have met my bestest bestest friends that's a lot of s's (laughs) through that young adult group I would have never made the friendships that I made if I had got if I had decided to not go that Tuesday. I don't remember what day it was like specifically date wise, but if I had not decided that Tuesday was gonna be the day that I was gonna go, I would have not. I mean I probably would have, but like actually I don't know. But I don't think I would have met the people that I have in my life right now and that literally shatters me like I have met the most amazing people and I remember when corona hit I was literally we were all seeking community and gateway did such a good job of trying to bring in those young adults and like Lacey would text me and say hey we're doing zoom hey we're doing this hey we're doing that and it was such an amazing like I was I didn't feel so alone in that time and also I met like my you know my best friend like Rebecca through that and then I also like started going to ultimate and all this stuff and then I met my other best friend Maddie and so you know like I literally and then I met like all the most amazing people afterwards like the other Maddie and everyone else and like Lily and like all that stuff so um like I just met the most amazing human beings through that and all of that to be said, like all of it happened because that Tuesday I decided 
I was going to take a leap of faith and I was going to let the Lord do his job. Because I had been in a month, I had been in four months of loneliness where I was like, Lord, I don't know what you want. And I remember being so upset with him and being like, why would you do this to me? Because when I was going to move over to Texas, I had to, like the Lord had already put it on my heart. Even before my mom brought it up to move to Texas, when I just knew like something inside of me, the Lord was speaking through me. I was literally on my trip in Haiti. And I remember telling myself, looking at their pictures and saying, my mom's going to tell us to move to Texas. And when my mom told me it, I was like, okay, yeah, I already knew that the Lord was preparing me. And then when I came here, all the doors were opening up every single one, like just all the possibilities for me to move over. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do it because I trust that the Lord will provide whatever he needs to do. And literally I was like so pissed off at him because I was like, you open the doors for this, but you never open the doors for community. And four months here, I am four months down the line and I'm still lonely and I'm still crying on the phone to my friends about how much I miss them. How dare you? And I booked a flight and I left. And obviously like everything happened for a reason. If I had not gone through that season of loneliness, I would have not been in Venezuela when I needed to be. I literally was there at the exact moment, but that's like a story for another time. But literally I was there when I needed to be there for my family I got to really enjoy and make new friends I got to see my other friends I got to enjoy time with my dad and then when I came back the Lord opened the doors for community and it was just so mind-blowing and I was like holy crap I cannot believe this that the Lord did this like he literally opened the doors for this and so with all that being said I feel like I rambled and I was all over the place because, again, I did not have this planned. But the Lord wants us in community, number one. Number two, literally, you just have to trust. If you're in a season of loneliness right now, believe and trust that the Lord has something way better in store for you coming. You just have to wait. And just continue to pray through it. Because if you don't ask the Lord, I mean, he knows what you want, but he wants you to say it like, hey, Lord, I want this. Can I please have this? Thank you very much. You know, like he wants you to be like active and be saying like, yes, I want this. This is what I need. This is what I want from you. So I really encourage you guys to, you know, bring that up to him and say like, you know, what, what am I supposed to be doing? And if you're in a season of loneliness, again, like, you know, just trusting and stuff like that, but also continue to seek community take that leap of faith go to that tuesday night at your church go to that wednesday night at your church do go to that you know hang out with your friends go get coffee with someone you have no idea like you've never really talked to because i mean coffee is always great and let me tell you a little hack that i was told not too long ago if you think it'll be awkward always plan it before you either have work or before an appointment or something where you have to get through where you have to force the person to be like okay peace out like sorry can't do this that might not be the best advice but that's just what I'm saying like if you're too nervous you can have that little key like you can have you can have that little thing to like help you out um but you know as you're you know looking for community continue to pray, continue to seek the Lord, and continue to really fill your life up with Him so that He can pour everyone else in, you know, into your life and so you can pour outward to them. But please know and believe that these seasons are so important. Every single season is important. 
and rather it's a season of loneliness or a season where you're so filled with community you literally can't even breathe um which is in my opinion as an extrovert a blessing a blessing I love being literally packed to the tippity tip of my day like I've never said that before but that's a good quote I think I'm gonna start using it now (laughs) um or like good saying but like I literally love having like full weeks I just feel so much more productive which is actually kind of exhausting but you know you live and you learn but it's just crazy to have that um just kind of looking back at like everything that happened and seeing how the Lord worked in my life and I've seen this happen to multiple of my friends that have gone through these seasons and you know have craved community and so again like I just want to say this if you're listening to this I want you to go seek her community and don't be the same. Don't do what I did. Don't sit there and say, you know, I'm only going to come back if someone talks to me today, which I mean, you know, if you do put that as an option, you know, maybe the Lord will, you know, open the door or whatever. But, you know, don't give up on seeking community because at the end of the day, it's so freaking important and it's so valuable at the end of the day when you're going through something really hard um and so kind of bringing it full circle back to what I was saying about someone who's like worth your time someone who truly pushes you and values you you need not not only to put yourself out there and really seek community but also seek the right type of community um don't ever settle for anyone ever ever it doesn't matter what situation your life is don't ever settle for people don't settle for communities don't settle for friend groups like literally there are such amazing people out in the world who will be willing to love you, treat you, and cherish you correctly. Um, So you just need to be patient and wait for that and really understand that if you don't have that right now, walking away from what you have, if it's toxic, needs to be the main focus. But, you know, just continue to push and continue to trust the Lord, guys. But... um, yeah that was a good conversation I wish you guys could talk back to me like truly I really wish because I want to hear like what y'all have to say about this topic and I want to hear y'all's stories about friendships and you know if you guys have the time like I would love for you to text me or message me or dm me you know what seasons the lord has put you through and um you know how he's gotten you through it but um you know it's it's beautiful to see the Lord doing his job and really see not his job, but like doing what he's good at. And it's building, helping you build relationships and being faithful and loyal and consistent. And so just having that from him and learning that from him should be kind of your standard of what your friends should be like, you know, not so much though, like remember we're still human, but definitely you know, at least half of what the Lord does for us should be what our friends are doing for us. But yeah, that's all I have to say, guys. I am very thankful that the Lord put this on my heart tonight. It it was very random and not at all what I was going to talk about. Um, but I think this topic was very, very important to talk about, I guess, you know, as we're in the season of the corona and the season of you know seeking um community and 
if you're listening to this and you do live near me and you don't have community, please do reach out. Please do let me know. I would love to get connected. Um, but yeah, guys, I thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for being freaking amazing. And I hope you have an amazing weekend, an amazing rest of your week and stay blessed. All right, guys, I'll talk to you guys on the next episode of Tell It All.